Welcome to the Carnivore Cast, a podcast focused on the carnivore diet and lifestyle, with practical advice from successful carnivores, citizen scientists, and top researchers. I'm your host, Scott Meslinski, and I'm here to speak with experts and experienced carnivores to get answers to your biggest and meatiest questions while helping you live your best life as a carnivore. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting the Carnivore Cast on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you'll help us reach more people and continue to create content on Carnivore. There are also exclusive perks available, such as private Q&As, consultations with me, and more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash carnivorecast. Check the episode description for the link. Thank you, and I'll see you there. Lauren Crowder at loveleon.co is a diet and lifestyle coach who helps people identify and implement life-changing food and wellness strategies so they can live healthier lives. Lauren earned her bachelor's degrees in health sciences and nursing from Purdue University and has experience working in functional medicine using diet and lifestyle as medicine. She shared her experiences and journey with fertility, women's hormones, carnivorous pregnancy, and breastfeeding. Lauren also owns and operates her photography business, Love Leon, um, with her husband and beautifully showcases intimate weddings, elopements, and families. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you. That was a nice intro. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thanks Thanks for your help with it. Um, so Lauren, would love to just understand um, a little bit about your background and your story. Um, what got you to being interested in some of these topics? Yeah. So I think like most, my own health journey kind of led me um, along the way. I was in accelerated nursing school and just had gotten married. Um, so like everyone else, I went on birth control because we weren't ready to start a family. And I think at that point in my life, um, just didn't question it. That's just what you did to, to prevent pregnancy. And like most, I was on it just a couple of months and was not feeling well, not feeling like myself. So I took myself off of the birth control and my period actually never came back. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with like the mechanism of birth control, but the purpose of it is to shut the ovaries down and kind of put them to sleep. And mine just never woke back up, which happens um, to some women. I would say not most. And what form of birth control, Lauren, are you talking about? Because I know there's the pill, there's like IUDs, there's a lot of different. Yeah, mine was uh, the pill. It was like a hormonal birth control. It was a very low, low estrogen. Um, So I felt like it was low risk, but I just didn't, I didn't know. I was ignorant. Um, So I went to a series of doctors, um, found myself with a reproductive endocrinologist. Um, and he told me that, um, I was 22. So I was really young. He said, come back when you want to get pregnant. I will drain your bank account, but I will do my best to make it happen. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, I, I was given really no direction about like what that meant for my, my whole body and my health as a 22 year old in premature menopause. And so because I wasn't given any instruction, um, I started doing my own research and my own digging. And, um, so that led me to like a chiropractor who 
um, told me to go gluten-free paleo, you know? And so I started like, Oh, what I eat matters. And that just kind of opened up a world, um, along with then working for a functional medicine doctor as a nurse, um, I used diet and lifestyle education with my patients. Um, and that was my job to educate them. And so before we ran any labs, before we prescribed any supplement or medication, we used diet. So, um, through my own journey, I found, you're familiar with Leanne Vogel, right? Yes. So I stumbled upon Leanne Vogel and watched every YouTube video she ever made. And she brought her period back with the ketogenic diet. So I started implementing that in my life. And then I also started um, educating our patients with the ketogenic diet. And uh, how did that help you? Well, (laughs) it didn't help bring back my cycle. Unfortunately, that was my hope. Um, But being in premature menopause, you know, I, we have come to find that like really nothing can undo that damage that the birth control did. Um, however, it really helped my digestive issues. I was, um, eating a lot of fruits and vegetables on a paleo diet because it was healthy, right? You've heard of like big ass salads. Um, I would just load my plate with like tons of raw vegetables and I thought I was being really healthy, but my stomach always hurt so bloated. And when I went, um, on a ketogenic diet, I felt so much better, um, really focusing on protein and fat. So that did improve for me. And I've seen a lot of patients and clients since improve in a lot of areas on a ketogenic diet. And I think this happens a lot. Like, unfortunately I wasn't able to heal my hormones, but I've uh, helped a lot of women, um, become pregnant, stay pregnant, uh, get their cycles back, regulate their cycles, get off of birth control, remove their IUDs. And so it's something I'm really passionate about, um, just sharing with other women because, you know, maybe I can save someone else from this. Yeah, that's amazing. And, um, a very common thing I see, and like I am by no means, I just want to get this out of the way, not an expert, shouldn't have any opinion, and no one should ask me about this stuff ever. Um, but one thing I see um, portrayed in social media and in this community um, is the idea of women losing their period and needing carbohydrates to get it back. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found that to be the case in the women you've worked with, or why do you think that is a common narrative? Yeah, I have not found that to be true. You do hear that a lot. And I don't know. I don't know where that that comes from. Maybe just, I don't like to say ignorance, but maybe ignorance. Um, when, when women lose their periods, it's often because they're not eating enough period, not enough calories, not enough nourishment. And so what I have found is when you increase protein and fat in women, their body feels safe and nourished and then their cycle becomes more regular. Um, They begin to be able to track ovulation and it actually helps to regulate cycle to prevent pregnancy or to get pregnant. Um, So that's, that's what I have found. And after doing tons of research, I, I hear that more often now. I'm very excited to be partnering with Bioptimizers to bring you guys an awesome new product, Capex 
helps you digest fat, which we all know is so important on a carnivore or meat-based diet. There are many well-researched benefits to having good fat in your diet. I think it's an essential part of carnivore to make sure you're getting enough fat, not just jamming down protein. But the problem is with too much fat and without proper digestive enzymes and key nutrients, the fat just sits in your stomach and creates a traffic jam. For me, this made me bloated, made me up all night with indigestion. You can feel sluggish, low energy. Undigested fats pass through your GI tract so you can get greasy, fatty stools, constipation, fatty liver, etc. But Bioptimizers has created an awesome new digestive product called Capex, which is specifically great for carnivore. It helps in a few key ways. One is it can help rev up your cellular metabolism and boosting your energy and your capacity to burn fat as fuel. It also helps your body build new cells on a carnivore diet. And lastly, it can give you really strong focused energy. So I don't recommend taking it past 5 p.m. or so because it can just wake you up without any stimulants, which is pretty awesome. So I highly suggest you check it out. I had a great podcast with one of the founders and CEO of Bioptimizers, Matt Gallant, if you want to check it out. You can go to kenergize.com slash carnivorecast to get a discount. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E dot com forward slash carnivorecast, one word. And you'll automatically get 10% off any package of KPEX with coupon code carnivorecast10. It's all one word at checkout. That's kenergize slash carnivorecast. And hope you guys enjoy. You also uh, mentioned thyroid. Um, yeah. What what has that journey been like for you? Yeah. So like I said, no one really gave me instruction on like how, how premature menopause as a 22 year old was going to affect all of my hormones, not just my sex hormones, but like the thyroid and the adrenals um, because they're all interconnected. So I was undiagnosed hypothyroid for multiple years. And finally, um, with a functional medicine doctor, diagnosed my hypothyroidism and we tried all kinds of combinations of all the natural desiccated to help support me. Um, tried, you know, even just the mainstream T4 with a combination of T3. And, um, oddly enough, I found myself in Europe, my husband and I moved there for a summer for his job. And so I was there without access to medical care and knew that I was hypo. Um, and in that time, I just did a lot of research and a lot of digging. And I read a handful of thyroid books and kind of diagnosed myself with a reverse T3 issue. I don't know if you're super familiar with that, but yeah, so T4 has to turn into T3 to be active and useful in your thyroid. And mine was not converting to T3. It was converting to reverse T3, which is not helpful and unusable. So um, I stumbled upon Paul Robinson's work. And if you're not familiar, um, could look him up. He's, he's great. He's written books and he supports people with using T3 only. So I have been on T3 only thyroid medication for a couple of years now and it's short acting. So I take it a couple of times a day and, um, that has been for now the most helpful, um, treatment for my thyroid. It's what I went through, um, infertility treatment, pregnancy, and now breastfeeding. That's great. Um, and, uh, you talked about, obviously we're 
kind of skipping the punchline here, but um, Mm -hmm. how did you get your fertility back and and how has that worked? Yeah. So when I finally got my thyroid up to a therapeutic level with T3 only treatment, um, my husband and I decided to move forward and finally seek help with a fertility doctor. Um, We prayed for a lot of years. We saw tons of mainstream and functional, more um, natural doctors and came to the realization that my cycle is not coming back. And we deeply wanted to try for our own um, kids. I just, I knew that I had to give it everything that I had. I knew that I had to exhaust every option and try everything I could. Um, So we started fertility treatment. um, I don't even know what year, maybe 2019. And it was, it was, um, I'm not risky, but I knew, I knew that the odds were not good, um, uh, based on my AMH or my ovarian reserve being in menopause for 10 years. Um, I was really discouraged to even try, but I knew that I had to. So ultimately we did. And after a year of treatment, we, um, had our daughter birdie through IVF and, that whole time was such a, such a trying experience. It's, it's really hard emotionally and physically. And we just didn't know if my body was going to be able to handle it. Um, we had no idea, but the whole time we supported my body with, um, mostly a carnivore diet and my normal thyroid medication. I was really diligent about testing my thyroid every single month because in pregnancy, um, you need more thyroid hormone just to support what's going on. So I was just super diligent about, about testing it and, um, yeah, just nourished my body. And I didn't, I didn't change what I was eating or doing. I continued to do that because it got me pregnant. And if you hear Vanessa Spina talk about it, like, why would I change the diet that got me pregnant when I became pregnant, yeah. to, you know, to continue to nourish me and my baby. So I kept on. That's amazing. Um, and congratulations. I can't imagine what that emotional roller coaster must've been like. Man, um, <laughs> I, I sometimes forget how difficult it was because she's here and she's like the biggest light and the biggest joy. And I would do it all again to meet her and to have her. Um, so yeah. It's, it's such a blessing and I'm, I'm so thankful for that medicine and how far it's come. And, you know, of course I want to do everything as naturally as possible and that's what I strive to do, but there's a time and a place and I'm really thankful. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and talk about, um, you mentioned not needing to change your diet really during pregnancy. Um, how about once your daughter was born uh, during breastfeeding, did you make any changes to your diet at that point? Well, I, so in the first, like I would say 16 weeks or so I was really nauseous. And so I say, I stayed ketogenic and really focused on, like I made my own bread and ate eggs when I could like nuts. Um, you know, I got creative to just like really stay ketogenic. Um, and then when 16, 16, 20 weeks hit, all I really wanted was meat. And something that I should mention is 
I became pregnant in January. And that month, my husband actually went from like a ketogenic diet to a carnivore diet. So I was um, cooking for my husband and cooking him only meat. So it was just kind of like, well, you know, kind of why would I cook myself anything else? And um, once I started being able to eat meat, that's all I wanted. We ate a lot of bacon burgers and chicken wings and steak. And so I just listened to my body. That's what it wanted. And my husband was happy about it. And so that's how I like went through the majority of the pregnancy. And then, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't change anything once breastfeeding and I was nervous since my journey was so hard to get pregnant. I wasn't sure if I was going to even be able to breastfeed. I didn't know what my body was going to do. So I was nervous and I even like got information for like breast milk donors and just got ready. But honestly, it's been the easiest journey and my body has produced enough milk. And then some, I have fed other people's babies as well. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm just so thankful. Like it's, it's fueled me and well, she's 16 months now and Mm. she's still breastfeeding a lot. (laughs) Fortunately, unfortunately, you know. Wow. And, um, has, um, your diet, um, needed to change at all since, or like, how are you thinking about managing it going forward? So something that's really common, especially with fertility treatment, I have found since researching is like SIBO and just having gut issues because going through fertility, you're on a lot of nasty synthetic drugs. Like there's no way other way to say it, like, um, injections and oral pills and steroids and birth control. And just, you, you go through the ringer. And so my gut like really went through the ringer, um, getting pregnant and then your body's just put through a really stressful time giving birth and then postpartum. So I, I don't have a clear diagnosis, but I'm pretty sure that I have some leaky gut, um, SIBO going on. So I have stayed pretty carnivore just because that's what feels the best for now. Um, so the goal after nursing, once she is weaned, um, is to, do some gut testing, some gut healing, and then hopefully be able to tolerate more. Um, I like a carnivore-ish diet. I like how easy it is. I like the way it feels. I enjoy it. Um, and I would like to be able to have a salad, you know, or, um, roasted or raw vegetables without having, you know, stomach pain eventually. So I would say me and my husband right now are keto carnivore. We're not, um, not strict one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people get into a position where they're experiencing some form of IBS or SIBO or something like that. It's just so hard to diagnose. Um, and that's one of the great things about this diet, this lifestyle is it seems to work really well with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not great. I would say like, you know, it's okay. And I will I will be okay and deal with it as long as she's breastfeeding. Cause I don't want to short her and like stop her when she's not ready. So, uh, when she is ready to wean, then I will, I will dive into some gut testing and healing and that'll be nice. Yeah. And, um, talk about your, your coaching, um, 
Lauren, what does that look like? And what, what type of people do you like to help? How are you helping them? Yeah. So it is all remote. Um, it starts with a consultation on the phone, um, just to kind of hear where you are at, uh, pain points, you know, frustrations, goals. And I find mostly like 20s, 30s, 40s, even 50s, mostly women, I would say. I've helped some men, but um, more women are drawn to me. And with my history and um, my own personal history and with being in a functional medicine practice as a nurse, I can really focus on thyroid and sex hormone health. And um, because it's never just about diet, right? It's about it's about lifestyle. It's about hormones. It's about sleep. It's about light. Um, it's, it's about a lot of things. And so just kind of, um, focusing on all of it. And of course people come to me mostly for weight loss, but healing needs to happen in order for them to get to that goal. That's so cool. And how can people get in touch with you if, if they want to work with you, Lauren? Yeah, just my email. And you can follow along on Instagram at lovelyon.co. Um, it is a lot of my photography. The stories might be some lifestyle and my baby. Um, you can follow along there, but you can email me at Lauren Crowder, uh, Lauren Crowder at gmail.com for coaching. And we would just connect via email and then have a phone consultation just to chat and see if we're a good fit. I really, I really like to meet people where they're at and, you know, go as far as one people want to go, but I'm personally really getting interested in light and sun and cold therapy and sauna. So that I am starting to want to incorporate that too, as well with my clients. That's great. Um, well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been wonderful to learn about your story and for you to share that with the audience. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, I'll of course have links to all that in the show notes and really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. It was great talking with you and I will continue to listen. I listen every week. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting the Carnivore Cast on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you'll help us reach more people and continue to create content on Carnivore. There are also exclusive perks available, such as private Q&As, consultations with me, and more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash carnivorecast. Check the episode description for the link. Thank you, and I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carnivore Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And share it with a friend. What questions would you like answered, or who would you like to hear from in the carnivore research community? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CarnivoreCast, or go to CarnivoreCast.com. You can also email me at info at CarnivoreCast.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep it carnivore.